great future. We're talking real money. Hey, hi there. Welcome to our little get-together. I'm Don McDonald, and by the by, this week, Tom is actually here. We, speaking of real money, and, and actually, I think I'm going to leave it up to you to decide whether or not it was worth it um, at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. We spent, we spent $5,000 U.S., not Canadian, uh, to get a new machine to make sure that Tom could connect to the show better than before. Er. So, uh, if it's worth, if you think it's worth that kind of, re- I mean, we're talking real money, $5,000. So is it worth it? You be the judge. 855-935-TALK. We're talking about real money and your real life and all the real things you do with your dough. I'm Don. That's the $5,000 man, Tom Cock. Thank you, Don, for having me back on the show. Uh, okay, you're right. It's not that good. Thank you. Okay, we're uh, can we? Do, that was easy. Is there a return <laughs> policy? The is there a return policy on this device? <laughs> How soon do they put the money back on the card? Have you done? Oh golly! Um, well, it's Saturday for you who listen to the show live, and it's whatever day it is for those of you who listen to the podcast. And today we want to do what we usually do, and that is talk about money and investing because. It's the investment part. You, you, you probably got earning it down, right? You figured that one out. Yep. Spending. Kind of. Shh. As long Not as you a got problem. a computer and Amazon, you're golden. 5,000 right out the door. <laughs> exactly. Exa- exactly. Except it was Broadcast Supply Worldwide who got the $5,000. Well, they got to make a living too. The you know. Seattle based company, Broadcast Supply right. Worldwide, BSW. Yep. Uh, they got all our money. Um, and they, 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 you know, it's these broadcast places. They get top dollar for their stuff. Well, thing works apparently. So I guess they should. All right. You're right. Uh, today I want to talk and Tom wants to talk and you want to talk, we hope about the basics of investing. Uh, there was a new book that came out recently. Um, it's called Wall Street's Wisest Men. Man, Wall Street's Wisest Men. And it's some principles for the perfect portfolio from, uh, let's see, who's the guy? Guys, I mean, these are yeah. well-established people that oh, probably should listen to. You're digitally going wacky again. Apparently, fail. the machine, the machine cannot beat. They, it cannot outwit Comcast's lousy service, Comcast, lousy, lousy internet service at Tom's house. We get a wire from here to some fault, I guess. You're unlistenable again. It is ridiculous. Comcast, come on. Tom, sell your house and move to a neighborhood with real internet service. They say they're coming here by the turn of the next century. Yeah, that's Zipley. Zipley's like, uh, well, we're, we're going to build it someday. Really? I this is the truck. This is I the 20. 20- did I tried you? to stop it. I tried to stop it. I had to my car in front of it, but it went around me and went on. So, this is the 21st century, folks. It really is. We should have good internet. Anyway, I want to talk a little bit about these principles because some of them we agree with, and some of them we don't. But we're really big fans of of academic research, and this really does it. it it flows from people we respect, like Eugene Fama and Harry Markowitz and Jack Bogle and Robert Merton and Myron Scholes and Bill Sharp, all of these Nobel Prize winners who have really 
contributed tons of great knowledge. And um, they are they run contrary to the folks who pretend to be experts and make a fortune. Like, oh, yeah. I don't know, the Ark of the Covenant? <laughs> Kathy Wood, an Ark. I, mean, I didn't realize they'd gone from $3 billion a year and a half ago to $45 billion of your money. I'm speaking to you in the audience. And that's because we're such suckers well, for yeah, current I mean, performance. Indeed, she, the, the, the innovation ETF up 149% last year. Now, what's happened is this year, because it lost, it's down about 20% since February and flat for the year. Guess what? Money is flowing out of the fund, right? Yeah. And bets against it have gone up. But here's the thing I think we should pay attention to. One of the seven principles is you need to decide sort of what you believe about markets and investing. Do you believe that Kathy Wood at all can pick a better future, buy the stocks that will go up, or you want to own the entire market and get what the stock market provides you over the long haul. And the fact of the matter is what Kathy Woods and others like her do is contrary to all of these decades and decades of Nobel Prize winning research. To this day, there is no evidence that anybody can beat the market. 855-935-TALK. Give us a call. Tom and I created Vestry to help everyone become a better investor, even those who will never be clients. Let one of our advisors help you start your financial plan or solve a money problem free with no obligation or high-pressure sales pitch at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. This thing is managing money is simple. And if you need help with it, it's a lot easier than you think. You're probably thinking, oh, I don't, I don't want to call these guys. They're going to give me some complicated thing to do. No, 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 no. It's really quite simple and it's relatively easy. And you can call us at 855-935-TALK and we will talk you through it. We'll talk you down or we'll talk you up or we'll talk to you. We'll talk with you. We'll talk any way you want to talk on Talking Real Money. 855-935-TALK. What? And if you don't call, we'll talk at you. Right. How about that? Well, or you about go. you behind your back if you're not listening. Oh, that's a reason to listen. We could be talking about you behind oh. your back. <laughs> we, I got a few of those stories I could toss in here. Probably. <laughs> We're talking about um, uh, some excerpts from a book called Wall Street's Wisest Man, um, insights from Nobel Prize winners. And there's some good stuff on this list. This uh, came from uh, MIT Sloan. The, the management school at, at MIT. Yeah. And, pretty good place, yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty good school. <laughs> my, yeah, they do my, okay for themselves. My, my father-in-law uh, was an MIT grad. So yeah. smart people come out of there. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and this list goes through some things that are really pretty basic and make a lot of sense. Things like determine how much I, – I'm not sure I like this one. Number well, no, one go is, back to the first I'm one. I'm going to go ahead. Determine how much expertise you have in financial planning. And? That, and I know there's an and. And how much and? time and energy you're willing to devote to managing your perfect portfolio. Well, one, there's no such thing as a perfect portfolio. But no, very few of us have much expertise in financial planning, particularly people who aren't in the business. Yeah, that's an interesting – Quite, I, I, before the show, we were talking about this, and I said I'd debate you on that. But now you put it that way. I don't know if I can, because the reality is, number one, any plan you build, 
mm-hmm. as you discovered today, changes because things in your life change, right? I mean, things come along and that plan is out. Right. A new plan has to be put in. Number two, um, whatever conditions may change, you may decide to retire in 2008. Bad timing, right? Because your, Wait, your, your portfolio. You, you mean gone you may down. have decided to retire in 2008? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. I was Thank thinking, you. wow, did I just miss a whole decade? You just kind of woke uh, up. You're on the other side favorite. of it. It's okay. It worked out. Your house is now worth eight times more than it was. No kidding. Um, but it depends on what you mean by expertise. Because if you're 25 and you're saving something, you're not in debt. You kind of have a plan for the next five years. I think that's pretty good for financial planning. But yeah, if you're yeah, yeah, 60, yeah, but, it looks a lot different. But the, the second one which is determine what your current and future financial needs are. That's where it starts to become more complex. And that's something you should even be, you should start doing that from the get go, figuring out what kind of money you might need in retirement. Because I think a lot of people who are young and are saving for retirement, uh, would be wise to know what, to do the math to see what they might actually need 40 years in the future. 25 times your last salary, right? Is no, that what they say? I, that's wow, what some I, say. It's a that, number. That, that's the problem is that there are so many rules of thumb, you don't even know what to pay attention and to. I think we've pointed out on this program and in our classes, et cetera, that there really isn't a number. You can adjust because, again, you may get lucky and have more than you think you need. You may get unlucky and have less. You can adjust your life. You don't go on that vacation. You don't spend it on whatever, whatever. There's There's ways to do better there. But you're right. Expertise is a tricky thing to say that anybody really has expertise. We use state-of-the-art software, so we don't really right. need to the be The software is a lot smarter than we are. Yeah, it is. I mean, you plot everything in and say, looks good in a thousand tries, or it doesn't. And here's one that really is very personal. It's slightly age-based, but it's very personal, and that is find your comfort zone about making and losing money. About making and losing Financial money. Gains, gains and losses. I think this is probably, maybe should be number one. Yeah. We all love making money. Oh, I'm really good. I take, give me 10% a year. I'm okay with that. But it's those uh, how much on the downside can you take? And that's why we, we uh, a number of years ago, you found it. Mm-hmm. The risk quiz after having electrodes hooked up. And uh, I think there was some other testing they did on you to make sure it worked. Well, it, you know, but, the technology has improved since the brain implants. It's now it's all on now it's, it's all typing online. It's much, much easier. But you need to easier. know, you need to know your risk, not just your risk tolerance, but your risk profile. And that's a little bit more complicated because your risk profile means how much risk can you stand? But why take more than you need to take? How much risk do you need to meet your goals? That goes back to the expertise in financial planning, right? right? Because if it turns out oh, you don't need to make 8% a year, you only need to make 5 so you don't have to take as much on in stocks, more in bonds, more stable portfolio, you're absolutely correct there. But knowing that, and by the way, that'll change as your life goes on That because you, you feel differently about things as you get older and it may be harder when you have, just for sake of argument, a million-dollar portfolio. And it's all in stocks, and the market goes down dramatically, and your million-dollar portfolio goes to six hundred thousand dollars, or half versus a million. having a or have or having a hundred thousand-dollar portfolio and seeing it go down to 
Fifty. I mean, there's a different. It's set perspective. Of circumstances. I mean, it's if harder. I had a hundred dollars invested and it went down fifty percent, eh? Right. But if I if I had a million and it went down fifty percent, now we're talking real money. You're paying attention. I yeah. mean, that's and that's by the way when people will make mistakes like selling, getting out of the market. And Tom talked about this one before the break. The that your investment philosophy and what you believe about the markets. But here's the thing. <laughs> you can believe anything you want, but if you're wrong, you're just going to mess it up. If your beliefs are wrong, you're going to ruin your future. So I don't know about that one. I'm kind of. Well, I, I do. I, I'm going to make a strong statement here. I think everyone has to decide if they truly believe that there is someone they can hire, or they do it themselves, to make more than just a globally diversified portfolio. Yeah, but that's that's a major decision that everybody faces every day, every day, because there's all kinds of new products. There's actively managed ETFs, and there's the hot fund manager, and there's the guy with this idea with Bitcoin, etc. But there's a big difference between believing. Aside. And evidence. Oh, that depends on what your definition of is is. I know because okay, you can believe that. anything you want, but if there's no evidence to support your belief, then you're likely to be making a huge mistake. Happens every single day. Yeah. We see it can, regularly. Can we spell C O V I D? What does that spell? 855 935 Talk. That's as political as I'm going to get. Want a free copy of my book, Financial Physics? Well, go download it right now at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. And once again, the number here. If you have a question about your portfolio, about how it's constructed, how you can create the perfect portfolio for you, how you can figure out what you have. And what you might be doing with it and what you might be doing right, what you might be doing wrong, give us a call at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. We're talking a little bit about the book. The book is called Wall Street's Wisest Man, and it's from an MIT economist. And speaking of what you have, one of the things on the list is listing all of the assets that you have and the assets you're willing to hold. I'm not really sure about this one either. I mean, I guess you well, need to know what, what you, you have, have is important. Yeah, yeah. You, sh- you should have a spreadsheet or something where that's all on there. Yeah. But when you start to say the things you could, you're willing to hold, that's a little mysterious. I, to me. Well, I, I really think, I really believe that, again, the evidence says that that list should be very short. Very, very short. It should be as short it as a couple be, of funds. It should be index or... Uh, passively managed ETFs like DFA or Avantis. Um, But they they do talk a little bit about derivatives and complex investment products and all kinds of other strategies. And and that's just a way of of muddying the water. And I think it deviates a great deal from what a lot of the experts say. Really, when it comes right down to it, when you talk, and we've talked to several of these people, when you talk to them one-on-one, they really try to steer you away from anything complex, and they try to steer you back to the just buy the market. I mean, even the great Warren Buffett, the best stock picker of 
our times would tell you just to own an index fund. Yeah, right? Jack Bogle's always said Jack that. Jack Bogle, the Eugene Fama has always said that. Pretty uh, big on that. I mean, so yeah, you're. I mean, and again, when people are writing a new book, it always seems to me they have to come up with a new idea. Yeah, but the problem if you just is, just say index funds, there then well, there's right. no reason to publish it. They right. already said that. But that's that's boring. the reality. It, it really is. I just hate that. The number six thing on this list of uh, what are they called again? The um, the, the seven principles seven for principles. perfect portfolio. Whatever. Uh, the PPP again. Develop a sense. Oh come on! Of this the is current investment environment and how stable the environment tends to be relative. Well, appears to be appears to be relative to historic norms, folks. <laughs> Whatever, it's past tense. So whatever happened in the past has no relationship, really, to what is going to happen tomorrow. Something terribly destabilizing could happen tomorrow and cause the stock market to plunge. And you're not going to know it in advance. This is dumb. Well, and in addition, and I know I can't quote movies, but I'm still going to say a line from a movie. I won't say what movie it is. But in the movie, one actor says to another... There ain't no normal life. There's just life. And that's the true of investing. There is no normal. There's no normal type. People say that to me all the time. Well, when things get back to normal, right, right. I'm going to invest. Well, and, and they, they, they there continue isn't. to perpetuate this belief. The quote from this article, in a stable environment, stable yes, investment rules might be sufficient. But in a rapidly changing economy, investment rules may have to be equally dynamic. Economies have been rapidly changing in this world since the late 1800s. When the Industrial Revolution began, the economy started changing rapidly. Prior to that, sure, but I don't think no, any of us... No, I think there was a period 1955 to about 58 where it was pretty calm. Then everything changed. No, I'm telling you, even then, Sputnik, even then, we had so. transistors being developed, and yeah, that's true. you know, we had a lot of changes. Fifty two came always, online, so we've yeah. always had a rapidly changing economy for our lifetimes, the lifetimes of our parents, and the lifetimes of our grandparents, even great grandparents. Yeah, and I think the expectation is those changes get faster now as technology is but that doesn't mean greater. you start doing stupid things that's the excuse given for getting into derivative securities alternative securities for getting into bitcoin and all that other stuff that's the excuse you don't you cannot develop a sense of the current investment environment because even the professionals can't develop a sense of the current investment environment period. and I t the last one we really love we love this last one, and we're going to save that for after the break. 855-935-TALK is our number. Call. We've got lines open for you. Tom and Don are talking real money. Is your portfolio a mess? You may have a case of hodgepodgeitis, but don't worry. We can help. Just set up a free, no-obligation meeting with a Vestory advisor at Vestory.com. No sales pitch guaranteed. That's V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. We're talking real money. Hello again. Welcome back. I'm Don. This is Talking Real Money. We're glad you're there. 855-935-TALK is our phone number. 855-935-8255. And, uh, oh, by the way, um, if anyone is listening from T-Mobile, <laughs> yeah, what, what well, now? they're based in Bellevue, right? 
Yes, they are. Okay, we're going to ask them for help. T-Mobile. They're going to run a line now, see, from their T- headquarters no, to my T-Mobile place? No, T-Mobile has a new thing. Ah. They have 5G home internet. Does this sound like I'm going to have to switch my carrier here? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, okay. I, I actually, personally, personally, I have been with T-Mobile for years, and I love them to pieces. I was an AT&T customer for a long time and hated them and went to T-Mobile and have been way happy. But And by the way, they don't pay me anything for that. I've been on T-Mobile. I, I pay 200 and something a month for T-Mobile for all my family. But what I'm saying is T-Mobile, um, if you ha- if get the 5G in Tom's neighborhood. Oh, no. What? No, it's not it's there coming yet. here. I told you twenty ninety no, five or ninety six. It's something like that. So we're, we just we're, keep doing the show willing, for a while. We're we'll willing okay. to we're willing to be a guinea pig for testing <laughs> it in see. Tom's neighborhood. Just <sighs> give us a call, eight five five nine three five talk. Twenty four. John Laguerre, see if he can help us out. John Laguerre is not the CEO anymore. Ah, that's my problem. All the people that I used to know from my TV show are not running. <laughs> they're gone anything. now. <laughs> they're, well, they're not gone, but they're not running the the companies anymore so we've been talking about the seven principles for the Mm. perfect portfolio from a book called wall street's wisest man and um we we were get we get to the seventh we agree with some we disagree with others we're you know we're 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 kind of okay with this list but the last one we agree with completely wholeheartedly this is one of the big ones and it is probably the one that hurts individual investors the most. And that is avoiding, and they may not seem obvious to you because you're being sold something by a salesperson, but it's to avoid obvious investing mistakes. Yeah, let me give you a couple. Uh, one that should be very obvious, but it's not to most people, and that is paying a lot to others. Because if you're in a mutual fund or exchange traded fund that really is paying more, that's costing more than a third of a percent a year, you're paying too much. There's no reason to pay any more for that. Period. Okay, um, I would say half a percent because when you get into yeah, some of the more eclectic, into, yeah, like what, like like uh, I'm emerging markets value. If you build the oh, whole portfolio, okay. all right, all right, and it's more than about a third. Yeah, okay. I'm with you. And by the way, you can go buy all all those ones you're just mentioning now again for like mm-hmm. ten to fifteen emerging, basis points. Emerging cheaper, markets cheaper. values run about a half a point. I'm gonna look that up one more. They're a little higher. They're oh, a little higher. And then when you get into when you get into the Avant Avantas and the DFA, they're not straight indexes, so they're a little more expensive no, than straight indexes. They are, but they're still inexpensive. They're Number still two, expensive. Yeah. see it all the time, either by you or by people running your fund. High turnover. You chase into something because it's been hot how many times have we seen that mm-hmm. and managers do it too regularly because i gotta own tesla because kathy wood says i need to and then it doesn't work for a period of time and then guess what you move it in or they move it in to something else high turnover but here's the third huge that you need to pay attention to unnecessary taxes most portfolios I look at, people have things in the wrong place, and it's costing them money. There's reasons to have your pre-tax money invested one way, your Roth another one, and then maybe your brokerage account a different way. There really are. that are pretty easy, but, again, people just get caught up in this idea and that idea, and, I go and they don't pay attention to where they own it. Yeah, but, you know, there again, in this 
this point that they make in this book, they, they give you some, a, a great concept, but then they, they get into the weeds again. I mean, I like, for example, they say, you know, if somebody's pitching you a really high return, run away. You know, that's great. But then they say, if you, if you decide to take on a lot of additional risk by borrowing to invest, Okay. Once you do that, it's no longer investing. It's now gambling. Make sure you've got the cash for the margin calls. I have a better idea. Don't borrow to invest. Yeah, no, I think in a general sense, that's about it. There sometimes for the extreme wealthy. Really? Yeah, there was a piece in the journal not long ago. Do you think they need to? But there's ways that they do that to avoid any taxation on their estate. But, but that's for the most really, of us, like you and I. No, there's no reason for you to buy stock on margin. It's just silly. Eight five five nine three five. Talk. Give us a call. Tom and Don are talking real money. Set your course for a great future with a free copy of our sixty-page Better Retirement Guidebook at Vestory.com. V e s t o r y dot com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Once again, we have a line open for you. Tom just tested it to make sure it worked. Did it work? It rings. Okay. Did That's nobody? Did anybody open. answer? No, no one answered. Oh, well, wait. If it's ringing and no one's answering, that's not a good song. Okay, but try again. 855-935-TALK. We won't get any calls if no one answers. That is very true. Ooh, look at you. Maybe an MIT education is ahead for you, too, sir. Thinking about it. Thinking about it. Check the box. Yeah. Probably take me until I'm 75 to graduate. As dense as I've become. Um, 855-935-8255 is our phone number. And we can also take questions at TalkingRealMoney.com. And so many of you type them in there that we have several that we can get to and we need to get to and we're going to get to one of those right now that i this question this question will be performed by don mcdonald i thought we had a one of our reviews said please don't let don perform the questions anymore or something no no that was somebody said don't let the computer do it and then somebody else said oh i like the computer no remember they said they didn't like you making Silly voices when you're acting. Well, like a that's because I'm stockbroker. I made fun of a stockbroker and I did a stockbroker voice and I made them sound like a dummy. All right, go ahead. Whatever gonna you're going to do, do, just hit it. I'm going to no do this. More setup as, needed. All right. Now, go ahead. Today I'll be performing buying additional service years by Kelly. Oh, gosh. Okay. Hey, Tom and Don. I've been enjoying the show for about six months now. I'm 53 and my wife is 50. We've been DIY investors our whole lives and feel like we're in pretty good shape. Our retirement accounts are various IRAs at Vanguard rolled over from past employer 401ks and a Fidelity 401k with my current employer. All are invested in low-cost index funds with about 20% in bond index funds. I contribute 6% of my salary to my 401k, which my employer matches, and I put one-third, 33% of it, in a Schwab brokerage account, which is invested in three stock index funds. Our combined retirement balance is a little over $1 million. 
We have about six months of expenses in an emergency fund. Our two kids' college is nearly fully funded in 529 plans with one year left for one of them and three for the other. We are exploring ways to cut back on work and spend more time doing the things we want versus what our employers want us to do. Our only debt is our mortgage, and we've calculated that we could squeeze by on a little less than half our current income and be completely comfortable on three-quarters of it. You with us so far? I'm going to say amen, because isn't that what you say to a prayer? But Okay, go ahead. <laughs> There's more left. Yeah. This is a long one. <laughs> my question is about my wife's state-run pension. She has 17 years of service and is fully vested in the plan. She is considering leaving her job to take a position working much fewer hours, but earning about the same annual salary. If she left today with 17 years... <laughs> Wait a minute. Years, sure she doesn't want to be one of our advisors? <laughs> that was too easy. If she left okay, today ahead. with 17 years, she could mm. begin taking a monthly payment of 37% of her current salary when she turns 60. We're thinking She's of 50, 50 53. Now, right? 50, no, 50. He's he 53. 50. Okay. Yes. Yeah, okay, got it. All right. Can you rewind we, any of this? We are thinking of buying service years. Apparently. We're thinking. Sorry. You know, hecklers <laughs> are only, really, typically, it's only Especially in comedy clubs. Barely lucky to be on the show. It's, it's it's generally only yeah. You don't even have an internet connection. I know. You're not that what, what special. What am I talking about? I agree. Yes. The performance continues. <laughs> we are thinking of buying service years before she leaves. If we bought five years, the maximum allowed today for one hundred and forty thousand dollars she could start taking a monthly payment of 48 percent at age 55 versus the 37 or wait or wait until age 58 to get 55 percent the pension also gives us access to a health care plan which isn't best in class but is affordable and provides adequate coverage since we are both in good health I'm pretty comfortable with the financial aspects of looking at this, but we would love to hear your thoughts. But even more, I'd like to hear what you think about the intangible things that can't just be boiled down to dollars. For example, while buying the years will give us anywhere between 11 to 18 percent more of my wife's salary per month for the rest of our lives, it will also, and very importantly, allow us to decrease our have-to-work and increase our want-to-work much earlier. Neither of us plan to completely stop working anytime soon, if ever, but at the same time, neither of yes. us plan to keep working full-time for the man until we hit normal retirement age or die. We are eager to reduce our workload and enjoy more free time while we're young and able-bodied. We've both had friends, colleagues, and relatives have their retirements cut short due to health or family issues. And we've been told by several retirees to try to at least semi-retire as early as possible rather than waiting. I think a lot of I th <laughs> Okay. I think a lot of the analysis of this sort, buying service years, when to start taking Social Security, etc., focus solely on stacking up more money and don't put enough weight on the non-monetary factors. 
What do you think, Tom? Well, I'm going to take a break from the Warren Commission report, which I'm now halfway through, having begun it when the question started. Uh-huh. And uh, I was thinking I might take up War and Peace for the second hour of the show. All right. Because, uh, oh, by the uh, way, know, they remember- do thank us for the show. <laughs> well, that's very kind. Uh, by the way, remember we talked about the seven principles for the perfect portfolio. Number one was how much expertise do you have in planning? Mm-hmm. Wow. There's a lot. I mean... They've done a lot of thinking about all this. Yes, he has thought a lot about yeah. this. No, so no, what about I mean, buying service years? I really think that's the meat of the question. I think you're right. And it, it, the answer is it depends. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. All right. All right. I mean, there isn't. There is, there is no answer. There is no right. Well, there's no right or wrong answer. Right. Right. Because what you're really doing is you're buying a larger pension. Mm hmm. So now you've give, used up so, some yeah, liquidity. It really, it but really comes down to what yeah. that money, what you have to figure out is what would that money do for you if well, you didn't no, buy? That's one. But number two is how much liquidity do you have overall? In other right. words, if you have liquidity somewhere else and you're buying that as the fixed because you're going to have that plus the two social securities, that's the fixed part. Then you have this other aspect where you have plenty of liquidity where you can... <laughs> And believe what, what, it or not, we we really more? we don't have enough information to give you a good answer. <laughs> but tune in. We don't. When, well, because here's the thing. Okay, so today she could take a payment of thirty seven percent of her current salary. I got that. Yeah, or it's forty eight. Or forty eight. But wait, yeah, wait. Right. It's forty eight percent at age fifty five. The thirty seven is at age sixty. So I now see. we've got the the age differences. Uh, so. <laughs> I would say, here's what I would say. If you have Please. good liquidity, you've got lots of money invested and great liquidity, and your goal is to semi-retire earlier, then this might not be a terrible idea. No, I think that's okay. Um, but make sure you have good liquidity, because remember, once you put that $140,000 into this, it's locked up forever. Tom and Don are talking real money. A second opinion could save your life either physically or fiscally. Let one of our Vestry advisors help you save your future at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Basically what the uh, hour, this hour's proved is that we don't need you that much. We really don't. We don't need you. You don't have to call us. We have fun just by ourselves. We don't have to have you. <laughs> but call us, 855-935-TALK anytime. And also, if you need lots of help, you need like some time with an advisor, we will give you that for free, no obligation. All you need to do is go to our... We didn't realize that the information provided on Wait, Real Money is for hold on. That's not right, is it? All right. Go to vestry.com. Tax or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That should keep the lawyers happy.